I'm Alicia Caldwell, the mental fitness coach and the host of the Me, Myself, and Her podcast, where issues that challenge the mental fitness of women leaders take the spotlight. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. It is officially one week and one day after Election Day, and I hope you all are doing much better than when I spoke to you last. I know at least based on uh, what I was seeing on social media, there was a lot of anxiety, and and I, I don't suspect that all of that has gone away, but my hope is that you're better. I must admit that I was experiencing my own mental and emotional fatigue just related to the overabundance of information. And I personally was starting to feel a little overwhelmed by it all. And I tend to be pretty good at my self-care and my mental fitness strategies, and they usually work, but They weren't as effective as they normally are. So I did something that I haven't done in a long time. I I went back and I listened to one of my old podcast episodes where it's, it's not that old. I recorded it in March of 2020, but I went back and I listened to the message of encouragement that I was giving to other women eight months ago. And I used that message to inspire myself. It was actually pretty cool to be listening to the words of me and feel that message encouraging me to be better. This is what I did. I went back and I listened to episode three, Challenged But Still Chosen, because I wanted to condense the message into lessons that I can learn from my eight-month-ago self. And it was a real interesting manifestation because what I was talking about then, I need now for my own personal inspiration, motivation, and encouragement. So on today's episode, I want to share that with you. So this is seven lessons that I learned from myself. And that's the self back in March of 2020 that recorded episode three, Challenged But Still Chosen. And I am going to give you the reboot seven lessons, and I'm also going to give you the replay of that episode so that you can take your own notes and explore what that episode means for you today. Here are the seven lessons that I learned. Lesson number one, focus on what you have. It's so easy to look at our life from a perspective of lack, and it's even easier to get stuck there and allow the quicksand of our negativity to suck us in. So by focusing on our strengths and what we have, a sense of empowerment is revealed that opens the doorway to life's possibilities. And those possibilities are a breeding ground for our confidence and our progress. Lesson number two, Have a target and a plan. 
Life success is no accident. We're not going to stumble up on it. In fact, success is very strategic. It requires us to show up in the fullness of who we are and know the specific direction that we're going. So it means that we have to gather resources and support, uh, create a strategy and step out on faith as we execute. Lesson number three, commitment is key. You won't always feel motivated to show up and work on your dreams. And I don't always have the energy to do the things that I know I should or need to be doing. So that feeling of excitement and passion, desire, it will come and go. And that's okay because this is the thing. Successful people don't always feel motivated, but what they have is a commitment. And that commitment means showing up when you're tired, showing up when you're uncertain, when you don't have all the steps figured out, and when things seem like they're at a standstill. It means that we face the challenges of the world head on and we grow through the challenges that we face. Lesson number four, feelings have purpose. The last few weeks have ushered in quite a few emotions, and it was refreshing to hear my own reminder that all feelings need acknowledgement. Our emotions are not the enemy, but how we behave because of them can be. Lesson number five, encourage yourself. There will be times when friends, family, your therapist, or your mental fitness coach are not available. And during those times, who are you going to look to? And the answer is you. You will be your greatest supporter. And the conversations that you have with yourself are going to be the most important conversations that you have all day. So make sure those conversations are full of inspiration and motivation. Basically, speak to yourself like you would a best friend in need of encouragement. Lesson six pray. Allocate time and make space for prayer and use that time to connect with yourself and the God that you serve. I believe that prayer has purpose and it's to keep my mind and my body more peaceful. It's to keep me moving forward when I want to turn back. And the bonus is women who pray have lower levels of stress, which means my relaxation response is triggered by my prayers. Lesson seven, affirm who you are. Self-affirmations are exercise for the mind. They are short and clear goals or statements that you can write and verbally repeat every day. The purpose is to align my mind and energy with my strengths, my abilities, and my authentic nature. They give me that extra fuel to overcome barriers of uncertainty or insecurity and to see myself with a renewed brilliance. My affirmations are particularly helpful when I show up for a speaking engagement. They keep me focused on who I am and what I showed up to do. And now I want to give you an opportunity to listen in to some of that information so that you can take your own notes and have your own growth. Acknowledge that you're stressed, overwhelmed, sad, 
frustrated, annoyed, whatever it is, but understand that that feeling is a warning sign about something. Maybe it's that you need more rest. I know that's my thing. I haven't been resting well lately. So the fact that I'm a little more overwhelmed than usual, it shouldn't be a surprise. So what is that feeling telling you? Is it that you need more help? Is it that you need to make a phone call and collaborate or ask questions? Is it that you need to maybe join a Facebook group so that you can connect with other people who are maybe five, 10 years ahead of you and gain the knowledge? What does that feeling mean for you? That's what I had to figure out for myself the past couple of weeks. Why am I feeling overwhelmed? Why am I more irritable than usual? And that was a red flag for me to say, Alicia, you're doing too much. If you want to expand in this area, you might have to push pause on a few other things and that is okay. You can do anything, you just can't do everything. So prioritizing what is most important for you right now is critical for high levels of success. Another thing that I have been doing is unleashing my internal cheerleader. And I'm doing that with internal affirmations of who I am, what I'm capable of. And I'm doing that on a reoccurring basis, especially when I start to feel defeated. That internal cheerleader, that conversation is so important because it is a great reminder and energy booster for my mental and emotional energy. So if I am saying in my own mind that Alicia, you got this, you have everything that you need to succeed, this is what you were born to do, you are challenged and still chosen, I'm saying these things and that internal cheerleader is gearing me up to overshadow the overwhelm. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Me, Myself, and Her podcast. I hope you found value in this very interesting discussion about how I encouraged myself through an eight-month-ago podcast episode. And if you'd like to listen to the entire segment, go back to episode number three, Challenged But Still Chosen. Keep in mind that these conversations are not a replacement for your personal relationship with a licensed professional counselor or a medical professional. If you haven't done so already, be sure to follow me on Instagram at livelikeher2 and on Facebook at live like her. If you'd like to read the blog version of this conversation, go to my website at livelikeher.com and check out the latest blog post. Until next time, ladies, keep encouraging yourself while you're on this journey to becoming her.